Hi, I'm Rick Lambert, and today on This Marketing Show, we're going to talk about what to post on LinkedIn and why. Now, I'm going to do some subliminal advertising for our brand new 30-day LinkedIn bootcamp, Cheryl. I hope that's okay with our audience. Yes, I think that'll be okay with our audience. Okay, because I can change the background. Um, <laughs> hey, look, we, we, uh, I made my New Year's resolution, I think it was coming into 2018, was look, if I'm gonna talk to sales audiences about you know starting, accelerating, winning deals, this is long before, of course, the pandemic, I made a personal commitment to get on LinkedIn. And I think if you're out there and you're hovering and you're kind of sniffing around or you're kind of lurking around, but you haven't stepped in and posted, I think today's program will help you with some guidelines anyway to make you look the way probably you ideally want to look to those personas that you're after. So Cheryl, you've got some good ideas, but if it's okay, I might tell a quick story at the beginning. Sure, go ahead, Rick. Okay, so we sponsor a baseball team, Southwind baseball team. I'll show the picture right now if Vinny can put it on the screen. And so great kids, great coaches here volunteering their time. And by the way, if you don't volunteer in the community, put it on your checklist. It's the right thing to do. Anyway, this team here, we had in a tournament, and, and only eight players showed up, and we needed an extra player. So we said, okay, the younger brother, one of our players, holding the baseball bat here, we had to give him the bat so he'd actually pay attention for the picture. <laughs> we said, uh, well, let's throw him a jersey on him. We'll throw him in the lineup. The parents said, okay, he's never played before. And I said, no problem. Let's throw him in. So first inning, he gets up to bat, strikes out, okay? He's destroyed, walks to the, uh, the bench. Third inning, he gets up again, and the ball comes in, strikes out again three times, okay? So he's back to the bench. Parents are like, you sure you want him out there? I said, yeah, yeah, it's not about winning, it's about the experience. Fifth inning, he gets up, the ball comes in over the plate, Cheryl, and he connects, and the ball rolls out towards the, uh, the pitcher's uh, mound there. And what does the kid do? He takes off running for third base. We're like, no, no, don't do it. His parents were like excited and they're like, oh no. Anyway, the kid thought he was doing the right thing. And I would say that that story kind of bodes true when it comes to some of us posting on LinkedIn. We may think we're doing the right thing, but maybe we're going to third base. So Cheryl, what are some of your ideas to get our team going towards first base? So we're talking and, and assuming that everybody that's watching this right now has their profile aligned and they have their headlines written and they have their profile complete and ready. And yes, then, then once that happens, the question is, well, what now? What do I post? Do I have to create a post every single day? What, what actually is a post? So we have some ideas on some things that you can create. Um, and in terms of like how often should you post, I think you and I, we've had conversations somewhere around like five times a week. Would you agree that that's pretty much should be a goal for everybody? That's my run rate. And, uh, you know, we coach business to business sales forces. I say minimum three to five. And look, that's not you in your kitchen coming up with a post, okay? Um, it could just be, a post could be sharing your company content or someone else's content. The point is just get out there with your digital billboard so you're top of mind at point of need. For sure. And sometimes there might be days where you might post more than once and then other days where you don't post for a few days, depending on the kinds of conversations that are happening on LinkedIn. So some ideas around content if you wanted to create your own post, and we hope that you do. The first is industry insights and news. So depending on what industry you're in, what, what are some of the conversations that are happening in that within that industry? So are you reading articles? Are you reading news updates? Is there something timely that's happening in the world that you can actually create content around and voice your opinion or, you know, become the, the subject matter expert, if you will, around that topic. The second is, you know, think tips and best practices. And we do this a lot, even here on this marketing show and also on Into Communications. So, you know, three ways to incorporate video into your social
social content. That would be, that would fall under the tips and best practices. If you are a leader within your organization, can you potentially share some tips or best practices for managing a team of millennials or just managing a team? Like how do you inspire? So those are, are you know, two of my Cheryl, ideas. Cheryl, if I, I know I'm interrupting you here, which didn't happen when you're on the TV show, right? <laughs> an anchor, okay, but this is the marketing show. Here's a thought, okay? Sometimes, my personal opinion, folks, I think people come up with these tips or suggestions, and a lot of times people talk down to the audience, like, you know, you should be doing this, or this is the way to do it. I find personally that uh, sometimes that turns me off because I think, okay, who, who is this person to be telling me or whoever what to do? And I'm sure you've felt that way at some time. So when you're positioning a tip or best practice, if you watch some of my posts, what I try to do anyway is I try to say, look, at, here's a situation I saw someone in, and this is the way they handled it. I thought it was a pretty good idea. Maybe you want to give it a try. In other words, I'm not saying this is my way, and you better do it my way to get the result. And I think it's just softer. Uh, I just see a lot of people out there, you know, since COVID hit, <laughs> all of a sudden they're, they're an expert in this or an expert in that, and, you know, they've never done it. It's It's true, and I think – if you, if you come to the table when you're creating the content of this is my perspective, so this is how I do this within my organization and I'm just sharing with you, the audience or the other LinkedIn members, what has worked for me as opposed to taking the approach of this is what you should be doing because this is what I'm doing. It's this is what I'm doing and it's working really great or these are things that have worked for me in the past, just sharing it with you because I thought you might want to know. Like a tip for me, like when we get off the show, why did you interrupt me? <laughs> <laughs> that, that'll come later. Okay. So, so a couple other ideas quickly, and then I'll, I'll, I'll throw the reins over to you again. Um, personal stories around who you are, how you got into the industry, what are some of your career paths and choices that you've made? People love to hear that. They want to know kind of your personal story. Um, also industry events. So if you're participating in any industry events, whether it be virtually due to the pandemic situation around the world, or whether it be something in person, maybe you're heading out to a social distancing barbecue with your colleagues. People like to see what you're doing and how you're spending your time. You know, Cheryl, if I look at the list that you emailed me before the show, because uh, you're very organized as always, the list, folks, industry insights, tips, best practices, leadership, personal stories to show who you are, industry events, product service information, community involvement, and colleague stories. Sorry if I'm ahead of your list there, but what I found is the ideas are great, but how do you actually put them into execution? And what I've seen, again, I'm suggesting someone else does this, my delivery, is one of the top people I think is, is very proficient in her industry, in office technology industry, she has a weekly plan that she follows. So she would say, okay, Mondays I'm gonna do, she calls it motivational Mondays, but industry insights, Monday. Next day, Tuesday, I'm gonna do tips and best practices. Next day, I'm gonna do personal stories. So, so it gives her some kind of lanes to go down each day and she's not sitting there at the beginning of the week going, okay, what am I gonna talk about this week? I'm just saying a calendar might be an idea to structure what to post and when. It's a great idea. And remember, a post doesn't necessarily have to be you creating the content. You can actually comment or share content that somebody else has already created and just add your thoughts into it. That's a really great way to do that. And just make sure you're following you know, the thought leaders within your space. Make sure you're following your colleagues and then it makes it easier for you to start thinking of content that's relevant because those conversations are already taking place. 
Yeah. Is that why I see other sales coaches coming to, kind of coming out with my ideas, uh, using a different phrase anyway. Um, well, you're a thought leader, Rick. You're a thought yeah, leader. So yeah, that, that thought, would be the reason. Thought leader until they water it down. Hey, uh, it's all positive on LinkedIn. So, you know, if you think about LinkedIn, okay, people, uh, I ask people like, how do you come up with your posts? Okay, Cheryl. And you know, how do you come up with your posts? Let me ask you. Okay, I will ask you the same question in a second. So uh, at Into Communications, we have a strategy. And so with that strategy, I try to follow suit as much as I can to comment on and share the content that we're doing as an organization on my personal page. But also, I try to follow the people that are speaking about the things that are relevant and that matter to me and that I'd like to contribute. And then I just start joining those conversations, sharing my own thoughts, or talking about what's relevant given the actual time of year, like the calendar year. So for example, a lot of people are starting to think about their 2021 strategy. So those are some of the things and some of the topics that I would include in my content. You know, you said something there and I think people may be watching today thinking, okay, we're talking about an actual post that they would do themselves as opposed mm -hmm. to posting a comment. So the topic today is on what you would post, but Cheryl, you just brought something up there. I think a post could also be defined as a comment on someone else's post. And I see a lot of people, what they do is they follow either their customers and post on their posts, or maybe it's industry leaders. And what happens is there's a lot of eyeballs on these people's, we'll call it string or comments. And so if you can get in that swirl, you'll be recognized based on your posts. And of course, always saying something positive. Um, so I think according to the script, you're going to ask me how I come up with my posts. Is that where we're at, so, Cheryl? Well, you're very active and I would argue that you post probably more than five times a week, but how do you come up with your ideas? Okay. So, uh, here's what I do. Okay. I try to speak to the persona of the audience that I want to communicate to. Okay. And I always define LinkedIn to people as the ultimate digital chamber of commerce meeting. Okay. In this room, you got people are looking to buy this or that or like business owners. So I try to talk to salespeople and sales leaders or marketing leaders as well. Right. Um, and I talk to them specifically. I, I also, I'm very selective on who I let in my network and I know it's, you know, people differ. Should I connect with anybody? But what I post is typically relevant to sales and marketing leaders or people on the front line. So persona scope, I try to put a mix in too. Like, you know, uh, if you follow me, look at the odd one might not be perfect, but I try to do a mix of, you know, business ideas that are working, best practices that I've picked up or seen, never sharing the actual company because I think that's confidential. Um, I try to, um, uh, you know, I did, we did a bottle drive for my buddy Mario Vella who has ALS on the weekend. So I posted some pictures from there, but again, I try to post, things that would give people a feel for my personality maybe, or my, you know, what I do for a living. Um, I think the more people can see the authentic you than just the staged you, I think is better. And I know I'm stating the obvious here, but if you watch a lot of people's posts, they're pretty buttoned up and pretty tight. Now on the other end, okay, again, Rick's personal opinion, I never swear on LinkedIn. I don't talk about things that I would deem as controversial and though it may work for some people because I think the shock and awe has an appeal for some. I don't think you're going to find that on my posts. And um, I think consistency, you got to be consistent. And uh, that's why I mentioned that kind of weekly map that that lady had. She's the best I've seen on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Actually, sorry, maybe second best girl next to you. Um, <laughs> 
But that's all I do is I try to think about my customer and what would be relevant to them. And sometimes, you know, you could be at a supermarket and take a picture. You could be at an event, like, you know, whatever it is, take a picture. I think it's don't overthink it. Um, and as you get going, you'll see what people react to. And uh, I, I think there's some business people right now that are on the edge thinking, should I post? These are great mm -hmm. ideas, but shouldn't I post? And mm -hmm. I can tell you that I can quantify the revenue that's been attributed to my effort anyway on LinkedIn and don't underestimate it. There is an effort involved in thinking it through, but I think the ROI is unquestionably there and we measure it for our customers in different ways, like traffic back to the website and all that mm -hmm. stuff. But I think yeah. today we're talking about you as an individual. Um, but those are things I do just, you know, yeah. who's the persona, different mix, inclusive of video, by the way, look, I know you said I was going to talk here for a bit. Maybe I'm going too long, but video. Okay. Think about it. If you want someone to get to know you, a video, they can, they get a feel for you, your tone, the way you talk, all those good things. And uh, I just think people overthink it. For sure. So yeah. And you do a great job of switching it up so that sometimes there's a photo. Sometimes, you know, there's a video, like you, you use different, different ways to express the content. So before we wrap up and we will wrap up in just a second, uh, three quick tips when posting number one, always make sure that you respond to any comment on any of your posts, make sure that you thank them for contributing, whether it's good or bad. It doesn't really matter. Just say, Hey, thanks for reading it. And, and thanks for liking it. And thanks for your contribution. Uh, number two, if you're going to use hashtags, which I suggest typically on LinkedIn, especially you would want to use around three hashtags that are relevant given the content that you're going to be posting and you can look that up really easily online and then the last is when you're sharing an article from maybe a colleague or potentially a leader or an industry expert explain why you're sharing it so if you're sharing the message say you know I thought this was really great because or this really was relevant to me in my industry because here are my thoughts so those are my last tips thank you so much Rick what a great show again just create content and have fun with it you know, Cheryl, you probably just made the best point. Uh, it is social media. Yeah. It's not business media. It, I mean, it's business social. But uh, with that said, given the business side, should we play our promo video and kind of taint this marketing show with a different outro with this kind of program we got going? Or no, we, we allowed to do that. that. Look, no, if you don't want to be see the 30 day boot camp promotion, I would eject right now. I think that's a really great way to end. So we will end and we will discuss our 30 day bootcamp quickly. Um, and thank you so much for joining us today. Again, don't forget to like, subscribe, make a comment, make a suggestion on maybe some content you'd like to see us post. And we will see you next week on this marketing show. And follow Cheryl and I on LinkedIn. If rather than just, you know, a lot of people talk about it, but you know, you can see what we do and comment on our successes and our mistakes. Anyway, Absolutely. let's check out this humble video right now. If we can, Vinny, let her roll. Hi, Brick Lambert with Sell to Win. I'm excited to say that we've now trained and certified over 2,000 business to business salespeople on our brand new LinkedIn Bootcamp. Look, it's a 30 day program to accelerate your salespeople like never before on the number one business platform. We've trained people, the top names that is, in office technology, healthcare, renovation services, railroads, you name it. You and I both know that LinkedIn is an ultimate platform to connect, start, and advance sales cycles. And if you're not using it, look, we've discounted this program right now to give it to more people. And you may want to check out our brand new 30-day LinkedIn Bootcamp to get your sales reps selling to win.